thug behind the counter falls over. He didn't figure that I had my own cap gun. It's a good thing I brought it or else I'd be the one taking a cold nap. Let's see what your ID says about you, sir. I go around the counter to search the man. Patting him down, I find a motel key to the Rose Motel. Some pocket light. He has a sweet tooth. Because I find a couple of hard candy wrappers. I check his wallet. His name is, well, was Morgan Chandler's. He got a few 20s in his in there his racetrack ticket stub a regular gambler behind his ID there is a note with instructions which read once received items head to the Rose Motel for further instructions I guess I'll have to follow up on this lead I take the key the room key and leave I make an anonymous phone call to the police. A few minutes later, I find myself in the cab. I'm listening to the cabbies' small talk, talking about some ball game. I wasn't paying much attention. I was focused on killing a man. I don't know why I felt like my gut twisted. I felt sick. I never killed anyone before. I realize we stopped a few minutes ago. I pay the man in, head towards Rose Motel. It's exactly what you expect. A small rundown motel in the middle of, well, a rundown block. I look and I see a bus bench, which I go and sit on. I look at the key to examine it further. Rose Motel, room 6F. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on the time you're listening to this brilliantly, wonderfully amazing podcast. I'm your host, Nerdic Pride, and welcome to another phenomenal episode of Nerdic Episodes. Uh, This week's episode is brought to you in part by... Um, Elden Ring. It's a new game that I'm playing at the moment, and it is all right. Not as good as Sekiro or Bloodborne so far, but who am I to judge? (laughs) So, I know everyone just had, everyone's full and stuffed and ready for the next holiday. I'm hoping everyone had a great time with their families and celebrating Thanksgiving. If you didn't celebrate Thanksgiving, that's okay too. I hope you had a good time with your friends and family as well. Now that we're all done being full, let's move on to the next two holidays. Psych! I'm not doing the two holidays just yet because it's Christmas and at least that's the one I celebrate. And then New Year's. Another one that I celebrate. But there are so many other religious holidays that happen between the two. 
but we're not getting into that today. We're talking about my video game challenge. So my uh, good friend, uh, Contra, he told me that there was a, uh, he does his challenge every year where he plays and tries to beat 52 games in one year. So he has to beat a game basically once a week. And yesterday he wrote out the list of all the games he beat. It's quite a list, to be honest. And um, he had 50 games on there. He has two more to complete his 52-week challenge. I am not so gamerish, so I uh, <laughs> I decided to do a 10 game to beat 10 games before the year ends. I'm close. So close. So the games that I beat so far was uh, um, Backbone, a uh, like a Zootopia style kind of game, detective ish noir style, where you play a fox and you got to find the case of the missing people that are disappearing. And it talks about like how. doesn't talk about how it just shows how like in the game their <clears throat> government is hiding some secret experiment that they're doing and the character gets um involved in it and he tries to stop it in a way and he doesn't he gets infected by the alien blob which eventually spoiler alert kills him i don't think you guys are gonna play it but i give the game like a six out of seven because or six out of ten because it was pretty good but i love the graphics it was very old school um eight bits like the old school kind of computer animation thing and the story was well written it's just that some of the things in it didn't sit well with me in a way um yeah, I gave it a 6 out of 10. The next game I played, well, this is no particular order except for like the last one. Second to last one. Um, the next game I beat was the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Edition, I think it's called. And it's like all nine movies in a Lego game thrown in one game, and I beat that one pretty pretty quickly, to be honest. Um it's a uh, uh, like it starts from episode one, the Phantom Menace, to all the way through the Rise of Skywalker. They're quick little campaigns mode, and uh, it's pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie; I sometimes go back to play it on the Xbox because just to try to get all the achievements on it, which I've almost done. Not really, but close to it. So I don't got to run down the general summarization of the game, because if you watch the films, it's basically the films, but in Lego form. Or if you play the Lego games, basically the same thing, but they're shorter. And then I... And then I also beat um, Little Hope, which is a really dumb game. Like, it was a cool concept, um, but really dumb at the same time because uh, I played this one with Contra because we tried to, because um, you could multi, like, online play. I don't know why I said multi. 
but you could online play this. So we teamed up, pro beat this game, and I give this one like a negative four out of ten because it was so dumb. Like the scary parts were really great. Like all the way through, I had jump scares that I heard him scream over the headset, then I screamed a second later. But other than that, it was just like pretty dull. Like I, the ending was really stupid. Like I hated the ending. And if you plan on playing it, um, don't. That's your spoiler alert. It all happened in his head. He caused a bus a bus accident, and he's the bus driver. He goes through all this crap in his brain, and it's really dumb. Like I hated the ending. I tell Contra all the time. He's like, "Hey, we should play this other one." <laughs> I'm like, "Nope." One game was enough. I hated it. It sucked ass. Never playing it again. Then uh, I be let's see that was one two. I be the Uncharted, the Drake's Fortune. Um, I, after I watched the film, I went to play. It took me like I think literally three weeks to beat the whole three trilogies. So it was Uncharted, Drake's Fortune, then. Uh, among Thieves, and then the last one, which was... I forgot the title. But I did three separate episodes on this already, on each of those games. So if you want to go ahead and check them out. But I gave all three... I say the first one. They were difficult for me, because... Again, I'm not a big fan of parkour games, and he does a lot of parkour, but I grew on it with Uncharted. But the other ones, uh, like Assassin's Creed, I won't touch, or Jedi Fallen Order, I won't play that anymore, because the parkour in that sucks ass. But in this game, I was like, oh, so cool, this is awesome, like he's like Indiana Jones meets parkour, so awesome. So I I did enjoy playing these three, even though they were challenging because my brain is childlike and I can't figure out these puzzles. But I did episodes on these three games already. So those are three right there. So that's Backbone, Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, Little Hope, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. So that's six games right there. And then... I finally beat the White Will game that I hated. Oh, I didn't hate. It was pretty good. I did enjoy it. Uh, Bloodborne. Took me literally two years, maybe three. I think it was two. No, three. Three years. No, I keep going back and forth. I don't know. It took me two to three years to beat this game. The first time I started... I couldn't get past the first boss. I stopped playing because it was frustrating. And then I got back into it because some of my other coworkers were like, oh, it's easy. I beat it in like a couple of days. I was like, fuck, you did not. Sorry about the language, but I literally said that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, man, it was easy. I beat blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're a liar. You're a damn liar. <clears throat> so that little fire under my ass. So I had to go and beat this game. And I did. I beat it. I beat Bloodborne. And I did a couple episodes. 
about that already. So I'm going to go back into it, but I'm not going to lie and say it was probably the most satisfying game I've ever played that had me so hyped up that I beat it because all the bosses are hella hard and really difficult and it's a pain in the ass and I probably will not play this game again for another few years. <laughs> um, so that's game number seven. There were other games. Let's see. Let's count again. Sorry. I thought I had them all in my brain. So let's see. It was Uncharted 1, Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3. We got the Lego Star Wars. Then we got Little Hope. Then we got Backbone. Then we have uh, Bloodborne. Then, oh, Sherlock. There's a game called Sherlock Holmes and the Devil's Daughter. Uh, This game was really cool. I did enjoy playing this. I liked it because I like detective games and noir kind of games. L.A. Noir, loved it. I might have to replay that again next year if I decide to do this uh, challenge thing again. But I did enjoy this game because it's called Sherlock Holmes and the Devil's Daughter. And there are three or four cases that you have to solve that affect the decisions at the end of the game. Um, Because the villain is like some... I just beat this game too. It was a couple weeks ago. The villain, villainess, because she's the daughter of a villain that Sherlock put away. And Sherlock adopted his great... I don't know if you guys want to play this game, but I played it on the PlayStation. I enjoyed it very much. So major spoilers alert, he adopts a daughter who he raises as his own because it's she be, she's a, she is a Moriarty's daughter, daughter. And then she finds out, she panics, and then Sherlock has to go off and find her and then face off the other crazy lady who's like trying to kill her, kill them both, I guess. But it's really fun. It's really cool. It reminds me like so much of the Telltale games that they do, like not the Jurassic Park one, the Walking Dead, the Game of Thrones, and my personal favorite, A Wolf Among Us. Like that very much. Like it gives you options. Each option leads to a different decision that you are accounted for later on. It tacks on and this the villain like points it out. As like at the very end where she's like throwing this crap in your face. She's like, you see, he's not your real father, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, fudge you, lady. But I did enjoy that one uh, very much. That was my buffer game. Because this last game that I beat just a few days ago. Excuse me. Sekiro. I beat Sekiro. And I say this game is a whole lot easier than Bloodborne because I went through it a whole lot faster than I did with Bloodborne. I didn't stop at the first boss and give up like I did with Bloodborne. I went, pushed through, got very aggravated, very annoyed, very angry, very fast, but I beat it. I could say I beat Sekiro, which I will also say Connor has not beaten it. So I'm better at him at this game because he stopped and he said he won't play it. And 
they also say that this game's the easier one out of the Dark Souls franchise, and I'm like, I, I believe it. I burned through that shit. And I was so excited because at the same time, like, it was immediately right after Bloodborne. I was like, okay, I'm going to play <clears throat> either Elden Ring or Sekiro. And my sister got me the game Elden Ring. And I was like, sweet. So I started both roughly at the same time. And then I stopped playing Elden Ring in favor of Sekiro. And then I went from being a novice in this game, like not knowing what I do because I was stuck at uh, Bloodborne mode. So I had to, I got killed quite a bit because I thought the game mechanics were the same as Bloodborne. No, it was not. It was pretty difficult trying to learn, trying to flip it. But I did eventually beat it a lot faster than I did Bloodborne. And I'm so proud of that. So if I keep mentioning it, it's because I'm very proud of that fact. Because it took me two to three years for one game, and this one took me like two to three months. And I know it's not, I know it's not much. I know people will be like, oh, that's too long to beat a game. No, it is not. If you're playing these Dark Souls games, they will take you apart mentally, physically. And I know this sounds like you guys are like, why are you even playing it? Because it's a challenge. I was challenged into it, and I will persevere. So I beat that game. I will say it wasn't as satisfying the ending to this game as it was to Bloodborne because with Bloodborne, I was like, yeah, let's go in your face. I kicked your ass. And then this one, I was like, yeah, let's go. What's next? I did start a second playthrough because this game is better than Bloodborne a little bit, like less frustrating. But um, I'm doing a second playthrough. It won't be a buffer game. This is just for my own free time. Like, because me and the Codfather at work, like, I started off in Bloodborne early on, and then I got, like, I want to say a little bit halfway through it. He bought it, and he went all the way through, and he beat Bloodborne before me. And I beat it, like, a little bit, uh, a lot longer after he did, because he jumped around to a different game afterwards. And then in Sekiro, I started a little bit. He said, oh, I'm going to let you get halfway through. I was like, Okay. And I was like one, two bosses in, maybe just one boss. And a guy didn't get very far, and he was like, you took too long, so I'm going to go into it. So he got into it, and he surpassed me. And then um, I, he beat it like the weekend before Thanksgiving. I beat it a few days after Thanksgiving. So I was literally hot on his tails with Sekiro. So I was excited. I was able to hold my own against the great Codfather, because when you put him in a position where you're telling him outright, like, you can't do this, he's going to be like, I can, and I'll kick your ass. And he did. Because my goal was to beat Sekiro before Contra. His goal, Codfather's goal, was to beat it before me. He succeeded, and I succeeded. So it's a win-win. Uh, the next game we're going to do is uh, Elden Ring. So immediately after 
I, I finished uh, Sekiro. I don't know why I do this to myself. I'm playing another Dark Souls game, Elden Ring. So I jumped from Bloodborne to Sekiro to Elden Ring. So I'm playing basically the whole three, uh, how should I play, difficult games probably ever made. And there might be something wrong with me because I'm doing this. And then uh, also I'm also playing this one because I'm trying to beat the, uh, trying to do my uh, final game to beat. It's going to be Uncharted 4, the, the Thieves' Zen. So I started that roughly the same time I did uh, Elden Ring. So it's going to be interesting to see and do. I'm going to beat Uncharted 4 before the new year. So I got this 10 games in a bag. Um, but it's the Elden Ring that worries me a little bit. Because from what I hear about this game, it, the map is so big, it's so huge that it's going to take a while. But I know people were like, oh, I beat it in three days. Or like, I beat it in a few weeks. I'm like, okay, I'm going to beat it in like 10 years. So what? But with like, as long as I beat this game, I'll be okay. I don't care about the time. How far, how fast, how blah, 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 blah. Because I'm playing it, the Codfather's playing it, and now uh, this other kid named, let's call him Ko. So Ko wanted to join our little game competition, I guess, because we were just doing it for the fun of it, because we like to compare notes in this and that and the other. But he wants to join him because I'll beat it before the both of you. I'm like... Okay. I don't care. I literally, like... So here's the thing. Yesterday, uh, I was at work because I, I just talked to the people at work about games and whatnot. And uh, we were just talking, like, just normal people. And I and Ko and I were talking. And then he was over there in his deli department. And I was, like, putting stuff out in the seafood. And then I hear him say my name, like, talking to... Uh, the, the new kid, um, and he he was talking some smack, like, oh, yeah, he hasn't, Nordic Pride over there hasn't uh, beaten Sekiro. Like, he sucks. He's the worst gamer. And I was like, um, yeah, I'm not a crazy gamer like you guys. I just casually game, like, yeah, but you haven't beat Sekiro. Darnell beat it before you. I'm like, yeah, and I beat it, like, literally right after he did <laughs> he was like he did i'm like yeah it's like oh good for you i'm like yeah bitch in your face can't talk shit now like even contra hasn't been it's like oh okay and then we started talking about sekiro um and elden ring that's all we talked about for like the remainder of the minutes before i had to go back to work it was just elden ring um but yeah so i'm, I'm intrigued to see if I'm able to beat a Thieves End before twenty, the end of 2022, and how far I'll get with Eldering before I eventually give up. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for listening to this phenomenal episode. Until next time, I am Nerdic Pride. I am signing off. Ciao for now.